Hi there, I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll take a trip to Cowtown and check out the Fort Worth Stockyards. We'll look back on the name changes of Lamar University, and we'll hear about Eddie the Eagle, a young man who wasn't very athletic, but somehow made it to the Olympics as a ski jumper, and even though he didn't win, felt like he was victorious. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. Years ago, there was a young boy who desperately wanted to be an Olympic champion. His name was Michael. There was just one catch. He wasn't good at any sports. He just wasn't very athletic at all. He tried everything, and his dad begged him to give his dream up. He didn't, though. He kept trying one sport after another. In 1988, he learned that Great Britain did not have a ski jumper on its Winter Olympics team. Never mind the fact that he had never ski jumped, he saw this as an opportunity. He set out on the circuit to compete, but he was a laughingstock. Competitors and audiences alike laughed at him because of his lack of grace and the fact that he came in dead last in every competition. Because of his embarrassing results in competition, he was given the nickname Eddie. Sometimes they'd call him Fast Eddie, sometimes Slow Eddie. Sometimes Crazy Eddie, and they even called him Mr. Magoo on skis. Even though, somehow, Michael made the 1988 British Olympic ski jumping team. At the qualifying rounds, he looked more like a turkey falling flat on his face than an Olympic ski jumper. But he had determination, which, even though his competitors laughed at him, his determination inspired them. Then finally came that jump the one where he soared like an eagle and stuck the landing. It was a perfect jump. The announcer shouted, The eagle has landed! And the crowd went crazy! Eddie was so excited he was dancing with his ski zone in the snow. Oh, he was still in last place, but that one jump gave him a sense of belonging. After that, Eddie gave up ski jumping and, well, all athletics for that matter, but he was a hero for losers that don't want to give up on their dreams. The story should encourage anyone with mediocre talent to keep going. Even turkeys can soar, if even for a small bit, if they keep flapping their wings. In Isaiah 40:31, it says, Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. Hope On Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. It was 99 years ago that Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas, it was originally called South Park Junior College, was established. The first class, made up of 125 students with a faculty of 14. They started September 17, 1923. They held classes on the third floor of then the brand new South Park High School. Later that same year, the name of the college was changed to Lamar College, 
honoring the second president of the Republic of Texas, Mary Bobby Lamar. They later changed the name again to Lamar State College of Technology and then in 1971 settled on Lamar University. The university has been a member of the Texas State University system since 1995. Last year's enrollment was over 15,000 students. Lamar University is just one more reason why Beaumont is such an important part of the Golden Triangle in Texas. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time. It was March 1893, and the Fort Worth livestock market was the largest in Texas and the Southwest. It was also the biggest south of Kansas City and consistently ranked third or fourth for five decades among the nation's largest terminal livestock markets. By the time the railroads arrived in Fort Worth, pens were built to hold cattle and planning was underway to build meatpacking plants. A Boston businessman, Greenleaf W. Simpson, and some of his associates incorporated the Fort Worth Stockyards Company and then purchased Union Stockyards and the Fort Worth Packing Company in 1893. Several years later, the company started a fat stock show that is held to this day. It's one of the largest livestock shows in the nation. It's called the Southwestern Exposition and Livestock Show. The business people made an agreement with two of the largest meatpacking plants, Armour and Swift, and they both constructed new plants next to the stockyards. By the mid-1930s, Texas was the largest producing state for both cattle and sheep, and Fort Worth was the industry's hub. However, in the 1950s, the stockyards began to decline, and the industry became more decentralized. Today, the Fort Worth Stockyards is primarily a tourist attraction. Well, I'm out of here like Jumping Jack Flash. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.